welcome to another episode of the Evolutionary Mama podcast. I am so excited for today's episode, and I have a very special guest joining me again this week, and we are going to deepen into, explore, and follow the threads of a discussion around the inner child. So Today joining me is Jaya Lee. She is a master healer and divine channel who can help you expand into the highest timeline of your soul's journey by clearing blocks and karmic patterns held in your cells and then powerfully activating the beautiful gifts in your DNA. She imagines a world where every person happily uses their unique frequency and talents to uplift their own lives and the lives of others. In short, her mission is peace and a rocking good time on earth. I love that. I didn't actually read your bio before. I, just I, think, I, I think I just added that the other day because, you know, it is about that it. as well. Why I get not? That. <laughs> I get that from you. I think that's awesome. So welcome, Jaya. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, I know there's so many places that we absolutely could go and we're dropping in around this topic of inner child and, and you were touching base a little bit before we hopped on you know, I know we're both really open to wherever this can flow, but let's just drop in a little bit in terms of like where your personal journey began with the inner child. Yeah, I love that. So, and I'm finding that when I, when I speak with you, I've, cause I've taken a lot of your journeys and and then, you know, they're very visual. Yeah. They take me to visual places. So when you, right. know, when you're asking me a question, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's here on the timeline and I'm seeing things. So I'm kind of <laughs> taken all the way back I to <laughs> when I was a child. And of course I didn't, you know, know any of this at the time or that it might be a little bit different, but I w- was super sensitive. And then later, you know, discovered uh, HSP hypersensitive person and highly attuned nervous system and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. And then that I was a channel and all of these mm-hmm. things. So I'm quite fortunate in that I had, a beautifully safe, um, loving kind of quote unquote normal childhood, but really was Mm -hmm. sort of the only one in the family um, kind of quite as sensitive to these sorts of things. So I didn't really uh, hone my gifts or understand them um, or know that others had them until, you know, a little bit later when I found like teachers and things like that, and then started to hone the gifts, discovered I was a channel and that all evolved. So, um, so that was an interesting part of the journey just as a sensitive child, but with not a lot of guidance around that. And then I jumped Mm. to when I became a mother for the first time. So I have a seven-year-old daughter and a three-year-old son. And, um, of course, there's so many layers to that initiation. Um, and uh-huh. you know, had a good relationship with my own mother. But then that was when when becoming a mother and you have this like, oh, uh-huh. this, your heart just bursts open and it's like more love than you ever thought possible. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like fear as well. You want to protect them and all those things. And then all of the decisions that you have to make almost right away. Um for the child. And I started to realize that a, that a lot of the decisions or choices that I wanted to make or how I saw things or how I wanted to raise her mm-hmm. and what I wanted to teach her was actually quite different from, from my own mother. And we, you know, didn't butt heads because uh, she wisely, you know, would say her piece and then leave it. <laughs> but, mm. 
but um, mm-hmm. it was it's it was actually the sort of first initiation into recognizing that as a child, I'd also you know been able to feel what she was feeling underneath because she didn't always express yeah. it. So it was sort of like the walking on eggshells a lot. And then I realized that, um, and I didn't know we were going to go here, but I realized that I sort of <laughs> catered to, to my mother's emotions. Right. So just, I think becoming aware right. of all of um, my own patterns and lessons in mm-hmm. that relationship, then you kind of realize what you don't want to pass on. So So inner child work, Mm -hmm. I had to really, um, in terms of reparenting, like just give myself full permission to be exactly who I am and, you know, who I wanted to be and what I wanted out of life. So that's kind of the first place that that takes me when I think of my own inner child healing was actually after, right after I became a mother myself and had a child. Mm. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I think it too, it's important. I often, you know, when I'm deepening into different inner child pieces with clients, you know, they'll often, first thing they'll say is I had a really great childhood, (laughs) but until (laughs) (laughs) no doubt about it, (laughs) you know, and yet it's just that part of the evolutionary process where we can look back a generation or two and realize that, you know, our parents didn't always have the tools Exactly. Um, yeah. It's yeah. a different time for yeah. sure. So, yeah. So it was motherhood that really opened up. I like that connection to, you know, you just wanted to be exactly who you were. And so what thread did that open up in connection to the inner child from there? There's probably a few different things you could share on, but yeah. Um, yeah. And this idea too, that, um, that we choose our parents as well was kind of interesting. Mm. So, so yeah, so that, Mm. that was, that was a journey. And then recognizing, just as you say um, that, you know, hopefully they do the best with what they have and it is a different generation. And, um, Mm -hmm. and so, so yeah, so just be becoming a mother. um, The other part of that in terms of inner child is, uh, as much as it breaks your heart wide open with like just pure unconditional love, it certainly brings mm-hmm. up your shadows as well, right? When you're kind of pushed to the brink yeah. or really lacking sleep, or it's been a day of mm-hmm. temper tantrums or that kind of a thing. There's definitely a mirror there. So I'm always sort of consciously, there's a balance between like observing my own reactions Um trying Mm -hmm. to express them in a way that you know doesn't leave an impression or some trauma on my kids and then also Mm -hmm. giving myself grace recognizing that I'm human that it's my own inner child perhaps that didn't get what she needed that is actually in reaction and um and I share that with them you know uh, I'm really sorry mommy was frustrated like I actually talk about the feelings and I think it's important for them to sort of see that and know that they're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because I didn't get that. I didn't really get that. It was, um, it was more of a, like, keep it in, but slam the cupboards sort of in my house. If, if people yeah. were going through something, yeah. <laughs> so right. a sensitive kid, it's like, I know you're angry, but you're, you're like, I feel <laughs> this, the seething through the smile. <laughs> so, um, oh, I love that. Let's try to be really honest. How many children do you have? Two. Yeah. How many? Yeah. 
two and a boy and a girl boy and a girl daughter yeah she's seven and my son is three okay beautiful yeah I love that like speaking to um speaking to your emotions and like actually communicating what's going on with you I think that's really wonderful Mm -hmm. I hope so I mean you Yeah, you hope you hope you hope it's a very best, similar right? <laughs> approach that I took too. Yeah. yeah. Like to just be upfront that in our humanity, I think, too, sometimes is yes. I think really healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Instead hoping that they'll remember that, sh- right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it gives them yeah. permission to, to feel the feelings as well. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you highlighted too, like the the mirror, like the mirror of like what's going on with the kids and how that's highlighting different um, what's going on internally with with your inner child. So where did you start to make that connection? Like that you were like, oh, there's a mirror here. Like where yeah. was it that you finally was? Yeah, go ahead. Well, so like I mentioned sort of in my household, um, we didn't really talk about the deep stuff or the emotions or anything like that. Mm. It, um, mm-hmm. But, and that, so, so that might not be how, well, now I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'll talk about probably too much with my husband, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but my family dynamic growing up was quite different than the one that I've created. So I have two Leo children, a lot of fire. Oh, wow. And they're both, um, they both have like a lot of leadership qualities in, in their charts and stuff. So they mm-hmm. are, there's a lot of yelling and I know it's the age too, like a lot of yelling, yeah. a lot of passion, a lot of um, not listening and doing what I want anyway. Well, actually, I probably did do that too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but so, so yeah, but in terms of like being hypersensitive to sort of like noise, and the loud and then like the really, really strong emotions. I absolutely do need to like sometimes go upstairs, close the bathroom door, take a few breaths and come back. And so just kind of just if that's yeah. what I need to do to sort of just tune into what's coming up for me before maybe exploding myself, which I don't tend to do, but it could come mm-hmm. to that. Um, mm-hmm. And just recognizing, okay, so this is the child. It's It, it feels a little abrasive to my inner child to, to my nervous system, but it's okay because it's actually a good thing. They're expressing themselves. It's better to get it out. So yeah, mm-hmm. all those little, little kinds of lessons and things that I'm able to look at just through how, how my children are here because they come, they're probably our greatest teachers, right? They come to teach us. so Yes, much. absolutely. So and then the other thing that you and I were talking about that I get from them is, um, this idea we were talking about how um, I look at it as we've had sort of the rise of the divine feminine and then the rise mm-hmm. of the divine masculine is happening. And, mm-hmm. and then really I see this rise of the divine child and it's like, you know, we really have quieted children like, Oh, don't say that. That's so silly. Or, Oh no, that's not true. Or, you know, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. share their experience with you and it's sort of gaslit like, Oh, you're so silly. And it's mm-hmm. like, if we actually listen to the ch- children, they're so wise and they're so close to spirit. Um, they're so fresh. They can be so present yeah. and, and really honest with what they're feeling. And they're so curious. And I really, you know, love the excitement. My kids get really excited about things and that allows me to Aww. drop back into that. So I think that is something that, um, that we can look at as well as just like what, what, what kinds of gifts, you know, do they intrinsically have that, that we can look at possibly reawakening or, or allowing for ourselves again in our adulthood? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I found too, working with women over the years that as they start to listen to their inner child, I find there's like this natural um, kind of opening where they start to like listen to the feelings and needs of their children in a different way. It's almost like more space, just they have the capacity to just like even um, open that for their children even more. So it's just, again, just that mirroring piece, I think is so interesting. And I love, yeah. And I love, I absolutely love too. I do. I agree. I kind of see it as this, like this Holy Trinity of the divine mother, divine father, and the inner child feeling Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. liberated and safe and (laughs) free to be, yeah, who she truly is. So I absolutely love that. And yeah, how the safety you piece. Yeah, Sorry, I was just yeah, the, the safety, safety piece. piece. It's so important that you yeah, mentioned that because that is a lot of the inner child healing, right? We're healing those parts of us that did not maybe feel safe, right? And so letting mm-hmm. ourselves know through our healing that no, it is safe. It is safe. It is safe to be you. It is safe to express. It is safe to have desires. Um, yes. And the way you express yourself is is perfect. So so yeah, love that. And I love the generations, the generations yeah. too. It's like, you know, a lot of us might you know, beat our parents up in, in, in our minds, but it's like, mm-hmm. they, it, it's, it's each generation. It's almost like they give the gift of, of helping you elevate a little bit more. And, and then the next time That's you, so know, true. you learn what you don't want to pass on and, and, mm-hmm. and it kind of goes like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so curious too, just through like the scope of your work and Mm -hmm. how you facilitate, you know, healing and transformation, where, and where have you seen the inner child work, like really impact your clients? Like what, what does that kind of look like as they tap into that? And as that unfolds? Oh, that's, that's a really beautiful question. Um, So one of the, one of the things that I do is, I know you do something similar with the Akashic work, but is going to, one thing that I've seen is going to past timelines. So past life stuff. And I Mm -hmm. find that a lot of the blocks, or if it's a really significant pattern, um, and we go to the root of where it began, a lot Mm -hmm. of the wounded child stuff or the childhood, let's call it trauma you want it actually can mm-hmm. sometimes be a continuation of the story that sort of threads its way through the lifetimes and mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. i find a real connection there with the past life healing and then the, the child healing but i have done i've done readings where we'll go right into into the womb so right when like new mm-hmm. new new baby coming in and sometimes maybe already starting to take on the sort of subconscious fear or beliefs of of mother and I've done I've also seen um this isn't exactly inner child like you asked but um that's okay yeah as well so um yes mm-hmm. I had one client who was ready like was ready was coming out but because the doctor or midwife wasn't there yet or something they arranged mm-hmm. the position of the mother in such a way that they were literally trying to like push her back in <laughs> and that oh created, my like, gosh yeah. what that created and when we made that yeah. connection it was a huge liberation and then another one I'm just thinking of is is we I kind of touched on this before but I had another yeah. um client who was who who heard something just among um among adults. So I think it was like parents of her like childhood friend. And she just, you know, overheard something. And as a curious child who didn't think much of it, you know, repeated it. 
And it was like a big family secret. <laughs> and so they just, you know, quieted her. That's not true. Yeah. And then the yeah. person whose secret it was got really angry with her. And that was very disruptive to her nervous system as a child, because all she, she doesn't, you know, know all the intricacies of, you know, how we hide things and shadows. And yes. she just heard the truth and spoke the truth and then was really got in trouble for it. And so that oh, that's created a, <laughs> yes. a lot of limit on the expression of her truth. Right. So we went and, and unwound a lot of that. I love that. Oh, it just really kind of makes me, you know, I just thinking because I can see the vision of her as a little kid and it's like, oh my goodness. And, and I really find the inner child work, all of this really mm-hmm. a, a beautiful sort of um, gift with it is, is the level of self-compassion and self-love that, that gets activated and increased as well. Like even just if you had that, it's a huge healing yeah. for the rest of your life, right? Because if mm-hmm. you can connect to your inner child, like, or you as a child in fear or needing comfort or something like that, and really give that to them. Um, then you realize, you know, I should be doing that for myself every day. Like she's still in there. <laughs> totally. I think that's like yeah. such a huge paradigm shift. You know, when I talk about, you know, new paradigm feminine leadership, but just even how that applies to mothers to just be able to take ourselves out of the old paradigm of motherhood, where it's like, give, give, do, do mm-hmm. sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so much like overriding our own like needs and how we're feeling and what we need. And, and when we start to really create that space to listen to that more vulnerable part of who we are, which I think is essentially the inner child. And we actually do bring that compassion and that love, just like you're talking about, we actually really start to, you know, um, we really start to create a new paradigm for ourselves as mothers, like one where we do feel self-supported and we do feel heard and there is space for our feelings and we can open up more space for our joy and our magic and our gifts. And yeah, I mean, just like you're so, yeah, the mirroring, but in a different way (laughs) we're bringing in. It's so important because it can be incredibly overwhelming. It's certainly with it with like, well, every stage I would imagine I've only gone up to seven year seven. (laughs) Right. um, yeah, it can be very overwhelming and even depleting at first. So I've, yes. always, you know, shortly, like it took a few months, but I I will recognize when I need that alone time and I will mm-hmm. do what I can to, to get it because it really does fill the tank and then it's better for yeah, totally. to show up. So know, how do you everybody. recognize? Oh, that's yeah, such a good question. Totally. Um, for me, it would probably be like irritation or even, even yeah. I, I would say I'm just be really honest, but like even dread yeah. with the monotony or like, you know, the whole, oh, all totally. of it, right? you yes. have to make all the meals. Yeah. And then there's the bedtime, which is like a three hour process. And it's like, I I'm, it starts to bubble up and it's like, I'm going to need a night off. <laughs> Or sometimes yeah. I've, I've <laughs> totally, done like, yeah. you know, I'm going to need a full 24 hours. And I've actually checked myself into hotel a few times. That's usually oh, when I, I have, well, that. when I need a rest, but, or if I'm like, I have a creation that's coming through and yeah. I just need no distraction. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily I have totally, a totally with that. It's not always possible, but uh-huh. you find even an hour for yourself, it makes all the difference. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of my big, and as I was hearing you say that, but one of my big telltale signs is I get really complainy. 
Yeah. Snippy and for me too. I'll just yeah. notice myself <laughs> complaining a lot. I don't, and I don't like that version of myself. Yeah, no, we don't. That's, like, that's, that's Tara, it right there, right? It's you time. Recognize, I'm not yeah. liking myself right now. This isn't me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What do I need? I clearly need some things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and true. even in terms of like business, that was such a key element for me too. And, and I still find sometimes I'll put the brakes on in my business when I'm not including the voice, um, or perspective of my inner child. Like when it's mm. just like all work and no play, it's yeah. just, oh, that's, then a good one. that's another yes. sign. That's a really yeah, good reminder. Like, I'm going to think about that. Right. Yeah, it should be fun, right? Yeah. What, what's the point if it isn't? That's another thing that they're here to teach us. That's another part of it, right? Right. The child has fun. It, they are. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. And it's it. so easy to go into adulting. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. True. I love that. I'm not entirely sure where our time is even. Oh, we still have a few more minutes, but is there just anything else that you want to like share to with our listeners or just anything else that you want to speak on in terms of um, the inner child? Well, I think a good place to wrap up is just sort of with a reminder mm-hmm. or something that I've I've noticed coming online. And I love the way like a lot of us channels or a lot of people, I mean, because we we can Mm -hmm. all open up and receive information, but are getting a lot of the same information as we're in this really powerful time of transformation for the entire collective. And so Mm. that inner child Mm -hmm. stuff is coming up. If you're in frustration, if you know you find that you're in that space a lot, then it might be time to 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 look at those sort of shadows or in terms of inner child, you know, what do I need? Like you said, well, okay, what do I need? I'm getting frustrated. What do I need? And then uh, what can we do yeah. to go back to that childlike state where we are having fun, where we are curious, we're giving ourselves a lot of space for play and pleasure and enjoyment. And then looking at what, mm-hmm. when, when, when were those times or what were we doing as a child when like time yes, either flew yeah. by or stopped and can we weave that mm-hmm. into, can we come back to that? Is there anything that we can do now that will allow us, or even in terms of gifts? Cause I do that with clients too, um, helping them mm-hmm. activate their innate gifts. It's like, well, what did you love as a child? And we can usually, if it's not the exact thing, you know, if you're not going to do the mm-hmm. exact thing, but we can usually tie yeah. it back to what you really loved or were interested in. So those kinds of things we can think about, because I think it really is a time to sort of evaluate and how do you want to move forward? How do you really want to live your life? What do you really want to be doing? How do you really want to be feeling? And you can probably tie it back to what you loved or really wanted as a child. Yeah, no, it's so true. That's just that, that space of innocence. I often find too, like when I'm working with my inner child or with clients, but it's often like a connection to like nature always comes through too. That's always such like a good (laughs) go-to. I don't know what I, my inner child needs. Just go (laughs) to nature. (laughs) That's like, (laughs) yeah, it's funny when I was just describing have fun. Kids love to have fun. They live for it. My visual was like my daughter running in the forest behind her house. Like, yeah, there's so much wonder out there everywhere you look. Right. Mm-hmm. so beautiful yeah oh I love this so 
Jaya, I don't have it in front of me, your contact details, but do you have like a website or is it, and I can share, I'm going to share all this below too. And then in the show notes. So when, if you want to learn more about Jaya, you can head over and you can connect with her. Um, and if you know any of them off the top of your head, you can share them with yeah. us now, or if you have a free oh, gift, anything like that. I would say the place that I'm most active is on Instagram and the handle is Jaya Connects. And, um, and then I'm on Facebook as Jaya My website is hopefully being completed. I'm working with a designer right now, Ooh, another mama, fun. and she just had a baby. <laughs> so, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Give some grace month. there. Yeah. And that, uh, that will be Jaya Okay. Fabulous. All thank right. Well, you. thank you so much for joining us and thank you, thank you to the, the listeners. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thank you to our listeners. And as usual, you can head over to the new Facebook group. So new, new earth mama leaders, or you can email me Tara at terapreston.com. If you just want to share any insights or have any questions, definitely um, contact me through email and I will see you all next time. Bye for now.